Have you ever considered having another child? Hi, my name is Felice Gerwitz, and One More Child is my story of personal growth and a journey of faith. In this book, I share snippets of my life and the reasons for the choices I made early on in marriage to limit our family size. However, the Lord had other plans, and eventually we made a decision to have more children, and this changed my life forever. I invite you to read One More Child, which is available on Amazon in print and Kindle. Hi, friends. Today we are going to talk about the power of prayer for your family. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. I recently attended a prayer breakfast where we heard an amazing testimony to the power of prayers for the family. In this episode, I'm going to share with you some of what I learned and the power of prayers for your family. I also want to tell you about some of my other podcasts. Uh, You can visit onemorechildpodcast.com, which is the newest podcast on the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. And hopefully that podcast will bless you, especially um, if you have families or you're thinking about having a family, um, it may be something that will interest you. Well, I had a amazing um, friend give a testimony recently, and she shared about her sister, and she really did tear up as she was sharing the story. But her younger sister had a heart problem, and... As the oldest, it turned out that she took care of the family because the mother was attending to this little girl who really wasn't given a lot of hope to live. And this little girl had an enlarged heart, and the prognosis was very, very dire. And this little girl actually did live, um, and she is currently 58 years old. And the reason this is such a miracle story is because To date, she is the oldest living person with this heart ailment. And this friend was sharing that she had been to visit her sister recently, and her sister told her what the doctor said because they're, you know, obviously still, um, she's still under care. And she was really taken aback by that information. So she prayed to the Lord and said, Lord, why am I still here? Why am I the oldest person with this heart issue, this enlarged heart that is still alive? And you know what the Lord told her? She said she felt the Lord telling her that the reason is because he honors the prayers of the family. Now, that is so important. Family prayer is so important, and we don't realize the impact We think we're praying, and the Lord doesn't hear us, but He does. 
And we can pray in the gap for those who are struggling in their faith or for those who need our prayers. And we can pray for our friends. We can pray for our friends. We are a family as Christians. In the scriptures, it tells us that Jesus prayed for the disciples. You can read more about it in John 6, 26, but I'm going to read you a portion of it. Jesus said, I have revealed to you, to those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me, and they have obeyed your word. Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. For I gave them the words you gave me, and they accepted them. They knew with certainty that I came from you, and they believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine. And the glory has come to me through them. I will remain in the world no longer, but they are still in the world, and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them by the power of your name, the name you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them and kept them safe by the name that you gave me. None has been lost except the one doomed to destruction, so that scriptures would be fulfilled. Wow. God has given us his word. If you believe in the scriptures, read those passages. Everything we need is is in God. God knows what we need and he is what we need. Think about that. God knows what we need and he is what we need. It said, none will be lost except the one doomed to destruction. And that was one of the disciples, Judas, who betrayed him. But he also said, I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me. When we pray, Lord, I give you my friend who is suffering. Lord, I give you my friend's daughter who has cancer. Please heal her. Please hear their prayers. Hear the prayers of the family. And Jesus also goes on to say, All I have is yours, and all you have is mine. Do we give the Lord everything? Do we give Him our possessions? Do we give Him our family? These are hard things. I struggle with them myself. But they are the truth. We are so worried and concerned that we allow our feelings to be overcome, um, to overcome us to the point that we can't function. And I understand life is a struggle. I've been there. And guess what? We hold it all inside. I do anyway, because I don't want anyone else to know. And we continue on as if everything is okay. Because if we let people know that we're struggling, it's a sign of weakness, right? If we follow the Lord and we love the Lord, we should just be dancing in the streets. Everything should be perfect. Well, it would be if this was heaven, but we don't live in a perfect world. And to make matters worse, the enemy uses this to torment us and to keep us 
in a place where we can't escape on our own. And friends, the only person who can set you free and set me free is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one who knows all of our needs, all of our wants, and He is the one that if we put Him first, we'll keep our lives in perspective. We'll be able to deal with whatever comes our way because of the saving strength of our Lord. When we rely on Him for everything, we will be victorious. And one of the ways we get out of our own problems is to pray for others, not in a way that has us tied up in knots with worry, but in a way that releases the situation to God. And again, I'm not sure I shared this with you, but I've shared it with so many friends, and I feel like you guys are my friends, that I may have told you that for the Lenten period, which is 40 days before Easter, I have given up worry. In the past, I've given up eating chocolate and things like that. But this year, as I was praying about what to give up, I was feeling knotted up inside because I pray for a lot of people and certain family members that are fine. It's, you know, minor in the scheme of things. Um, But just I was concerned and worried and there was nothing I could do about it. So I decided to, you know, give it up to the Lord. And I keep learning and growing along with all of you on my faith journey. Um, You know, this worry was keeping, was eating me up inside, and I was so concerned. And basically, it was something I couldn't do anything about. And instead, I have stood in the gap, and I've just given it to God. God is merciful. He has wisdom, and He'll take care of the situation. Even if we're concerned that He doesn't hear us, He does. I guarantee that. And every time I was tempted, and do you hear the word tempted? It's true. We are tempted. Every time I was tempted to take that worry back, I said, into your hands, Lord, I placed this situation and I left it there. And it's not easy. And I have to do it all the time. And I have to do it in faith. In Exodus 3, 1 through 15, we read about Moses in the burning bush. And one verse that really stood out for me was when the Lord God told Moses that he was the God of Abraham the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And he went on. The Lord said, I have witnessed the affliction of my people in in Egypt and have heard their cry of complaint against their slave drivers so that I know well what they are suffering. There was a collective cry from the people. God knows what we are suffering, what our friends and family are suffering. You know, I've spoken to friends who pray for their friends who are suicidal or are suicidal themselves or have children, you know, that are suffering, that have no hope, that have, you know, diseases. We can stand in the gap and pray and God hears the prayer. One friend was so moved by another friend's situation that she took out a calendar and started a prayer chain so that each one of us can pray for this person every day. God hears the prayers of the family, and the family can be blood-related, but the family of God is interrelated. We are heirs of the kingdom, the kingdom of God. We are heirs of this kingdom. Our Father, Abba God, is is our Father, our Heavenly Father. We, those of us listening to this podcast, we're a family. We're a family of God, no matter what your faith journey, if you're starting out or you're a committed Christian, um, whatever your denomination, we all have people to pray for and we can all pray together. 
As I was preparing this talk, I received a text from a friend whose daughter is having her first baby and is on the way to the hospital. And so we pray. We pray. Are you connected to others who pray? For those of you on Facebook, we have a large group of prayer warriors, and you can join us there or email me at feliceatmediaangels.com, and I'll be happy to post your prayer request for you. It's on facebook.com forward slash a few minutes with God, or you can search for a few minutes with God on Facebook and find it. Remember, God knows our needs. He took the Israelites out of Egypt, and that was an amazing miracle, right? And at that point, he had not even sent his son, Jesus Christ. Now the Lord has lived, died, and is resurrected, and he is here for us, and we need to trust. We need to trust. In the next podcast, I'm going to talk about taking Jesus with you everywhere you go. We need to realize he is here with us now. Where two or more are gathered in his name, he is in our midst. And this is what I'm claiming as I pray the following. Jesus, I trust in you. I pray for those listening today. You hear their prayers just like you heard the prayers of the people in Egypt who are under slavery. Lord, we are under the slavery of sin, such as anger, injustice, pride, hate, impatience, and all those little sins that are minor and we think are not important to the ones that are major. I ask for your forgiveness of these sins, and I say right now that I am sorry for any way I have sinned against you in word, in thought, and in deed. I ask you, Lord, to fill me with your Holy Spirit, to wash away those feelings I have and to allow me to focus on what is good and right. Dear Lord, you know my needs, and I know you are what I need. And I ask you, Lord, to hear my prayers, especially for myself and those I now pray for. I praise you, Jesus, for this time to give you all the glory and all the honor that you deserve, and I thank you for the hope you give me each and every day. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Felice on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.